guys and welcome back to Lids and Daz. My name is Dara. My name is Lydia. We are Lids and Daz. Welcome back. <laughs> we hope you have been good. Had a great week so far. Weekend. How are you? And so far, how are you enjoying your Monday? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Okay, we're going to pick from this ball. We can't really struggle it anymore because it's getting a little bit thin. So if you have suggestions for things we should speak about, please let us know. <laughs> okay. Oh! What are you doing? Okay. Oh! <laughs> this is navigating toxic friendships. Ooh, a good one, actually. Ooh. 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 Oh. Because I was going to, like, hand it over. Yeah, that would help you. No, no, no. That's my Giving one... Toxic. That's my one moment. Oh! Not being able to ask for help. <laughs> that's my one moment in the whole podcast anyway <laughs> toxic relationships am i right you're right we've been in been in a few <laughs> it happens it happens it happens to the best of us it happens to the worst of us lydia the question is or not the question the topic is <laughs> navigating toxic relationships so how does one know when a relationship has become toxic Hmm. That's good, isn't it? That's really good. Thanks. That's Thanks. really good. Oh, stop! How do you know when a Same relationship is... It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're getting <laughs> um, How does one know when a relationship has become toxic? Hmm. Well, I guess... Wow. English. Well, I guess it's when the friend doesn't really feel like a friend anymore. Mm. Like an enemy. I've got fake... Like, they're just... I was going to say, I've got fake people showing fake love to me. <laughs> <laughs> no. At this point, we would like you to, to direct you to our podcast, Old Things Have Passed Away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. But, but yeah. Um, yeah? So, oh, you don't feel like friends anymore? What, you feel like enemies? Yeah, like it just, you don't feel like you're benefiting from the person anymore. Oh, I was going to say that. But you also like, feel like they're adding negativity to you. Because I feel like there's like, there's friendships that grow apart, which is like you are not adding to each other, but then they're also adding negativities when it becomes toxic. Yeah, I feel like when you have to, when you feel like you have to watch your back around people as well, like you feel like, oh, I can't say this and that because someone else is going to tell me about it that I don't even know, like mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like where you actually feel like, again, like you're not friends, like there's, the relationship is not relationship in, yeah. like it should relationship. So, but then now when you realize that your relationship could be, getting toxic what even is toxic do you believe in toxic relationships or do you believe in toxic people oh my god whoa that's deep like that's actually like saying do you believe somebody can be bad like a bad person yeah like not even just a bad person a toxic person because one thing that we've noticed like in life anyway some people their track record is just shoddy like no matter what relationship they go into it deteriorates like i'm always a firm believer of like a relationship can no longer benefit somebody, therefore it can become toxic. Mm-hmm. But I'm not really so much of like a person can be toxic. Sometimes I think people can be toxic. Makes sense. That does make sense. Like, I mean, if every relationship you enter into ends sourly, then mm. there's a problem that you need to look at inside. Duffel, duffel, duffel. And have you ever had to look at yourself and be like, am I toxic? And I mean this in the most humble way possible. No. <laughs> Someone will be like, <laughs> 
about the drama. I don't think I'm the drama. Like sometimes I'm not. Okay, I thought you meant like in our toxic friendships. No, 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 not like the past, but like just like sometimes I'll be like, huh. I've, I guess when we assess my actions, like could I've done this better or could I've said this nicer or something Deep. like that. But I don't think I've ever considered myself toxic. Fair enough. <laughs> that's that's good. That's good. We would try, you know. Well so done. Can, well can, done. Toxic relationships, though, and navigating them. The only yeah, yeah, navigation yeah. is the exit route. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think with a, no, with a huh, wow, I think the best way to fix a toxic friendship relationship get out of it first. If you then even want to be friends in the future or anything like that, you first have to get yourself out of the situation. Yeah. You both have to do growth. Because now, for instance, if you're in a toxic situation where you were both toxic to each other, you can go apart, grow and come back together. But if you're in a toxic situation where one person is toxic and you yourself, you're just getting negativity added to you. You have to detach yourself from the person. Yeah. If they grow, you can get back like to being friends or whatever. If they don't grow, you keep them at a distance. But yeah. the first navigation of a toxic friendship is getting out of it. Yeah. But you said, but I think the first thing that you pointed there is, the most important thing is to know when you're in a toxic friendship and what that looks like. Yeah. And it actually spans from so many things. Cause I think when we had our toxic own friendships, I don't think we were as plugged into Christ as we are now. Like I think at the time there was a lot of unequal yokings. So it naturally you would have toxic friendships yeah. there because like toxicity comes straight from the devil anyway. It comes from the pit of hell. Because honestly, like there's, there's toxicity where two people are not meant to be friends. With each other. That's from your own mistakes or whatever, or together. But there's toxicity where somebody is just adding yeah, negative. Yeah. That's not even the person's fault. There's just something in them that needs to be sorted. And that's finding Jesus and getting cleansed. A demon. I'm finished. Yeah, no, no, I think definitely what you're saying is the exit route, baby. I think as well, you need to do what are they saying nowadays? Protect your peace. You have to do as much as you can to quote unquote protect your peace, mm-hmm. in as much as, but you also have to remain not at fault as best as you can. So, like, for example, I feel like sometimes, like, exits can happen so many different ways it can be like a silent cutting off it can be like a distancing it can be like a blocking sometimes mm-hmm. it's an argument sometimes it's a fist fight true it's a whole clash boom do you know what i mean I'm and that causes to you anymore <laughs> <laughs> so i think it's really really ensuring like that as best as you can that you're not at fault that you're also not like um decreasing to someone else's low standard or like yeah to where they are like you you definitely don't want to do that um I think the healing process is is definitely the deepest part I think because I'm an introspective person anyway and I often blame myself anyway I'll be thinking maybe maybe it was my maybe maybe I am the worst person to ever have walked the face of the planet so but I think as well like being being very introspective really reassessing um the situation reassessing the friendship reassessing all of this stuff and having time to heal because what we're called to do at the end of the day regardless of how um toxic a relationship is is to forgive you don't want to hold that bitterness not just because you know um you don't want to be bitter towards the person because of the person how you may respond to them but also bitterness weighs heavy on your spirit it's not a spirit that we have been given by 
by the Holy Spirit and it's not a spirit that we should inhabit or give room to. So bitterness is something that can harbour, especially in the aftermath of a toxic relationship. But getting on top of that is very vital. It doesn't mean that in forgiveness you need to like speak to them again and be friends with them again, but ensure that you are in some sort of process to be able to get over it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to go a little bit back to the, uh-huh. um, identifying a toxic relationship slash situation. Um, sometimes you won't be able to. You have to listen to people around you because most <gasps> of the time you will like reflect back and you see, oh, it was toxic. Yeah. It's not always in the time. Yeah, people around true. you can be a good indication. And I think that one thing that will stop you from listening to people telling you something is toxic is pride because you want to be able to convince yourself that, no, I picked this friend. They're good for me or she would never do that to me or like they're not like that and things like that. But yeah. like people will objectively look at a situation and be like, maybe this person is not good for you and they're also having an impact on you because the Bible literally says... Um, well, I was going to say, <laughs> show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are. The Bible does not say <laughs> that. Say that no, <laughs> the Bible no. doesn't say that at all. Um, it says that the companion of, walk with the wise and you'll be wise. The companion of fools will be destroyed. destroyed. So the people that you walk with, the people that you keep around you, but there is something in the Bible that talks about your friends. I'm trying to remember the verse, but it'll come back. But yeah, like the people that you keep around you, if you are in a toxic situation and the people around you have identified this is not a a good relationship that you're in and you convince yourself, no, this is a good situation, it will either take a toll on you in the sense of you become like the person. That's what Dara was saying about going to their level and doing the things they do. Or they just begin to weigh on you and they just add that negativity that you then start feeling like really low. So important to cut off these situations because they do nothing good for your spirit. They do nothing good for your own personal development or growth. So, yeah. Um, I wanted to say as well, like another thing that could stop someone from leaving a toxic relationship is pride, but also is the thought of investment especially Mm. if you've invested so much into a relationship invested time invested money all of those different things like I remember I saw a statistic and there's something like a psychological study where a lot of women stay in domestic violence because they've invested so much in their relationship so it's like cool you've you've invested that could be hard to leave it could feel like even a piece of you is being left behind and no one has ever said that it's not painful most toxic relationships or a lot of toxic relationships end in tears they end in anger they end in bitterness they end in all of these different things like it's often not cute especially friendships because i feel like uh partnerships like a romantic relationship there's this sense of it could end like maybe not in marriage but there still is though in the world but I feel like friendships you don't really think Think of an end date Mm -hmm. yeah so it's like it can be a lot harder it can be a lot more dramatic and it can also weigh a lot more on you but it has to be something that you just sacrifice because at the end of the day like you were saying like it's just it's not healthy for you you will need to move on from that situation and it's even just things like um I think another thing that keeps people in toxic situations, sorry, was what I was going to say, is loneliness and the fear of not having anybody. And I think that before you leave a situation, know the people you have because you don't want to leave a situation and find yourself boomeranging right back to that situation because actually I'm lonely without that person. Then the toxicity will even be worse because you've already identified there's a problem and you are staying there. Like it it only gets worse. Um, I think 
have a community. We say it all the time, but it's <laughs> like... you say it all the time? <laughs> we do say it all the time, but it's because it's so important. Yeah. Like, having a community of people, even if you're not, like, the deepest and closest of friends with them all, having somebody you can talk to, rely on your parents, rely on your siblings, and cutting some people off even if it was you and one person and you guys were in a two and you've now won't have like a, another close friend like they were a close friend they're not a good friend to you anyway it's yeah. like do you want to continue going in that route or do you want to you know not have that negativity i think there's a lot more gain than there is loss and i think when you think of it in a sense of what am i gaining from leaving this relationship yeah. um, or this friendship then your focus isn't on what I'm losing. Focus on the, what am I gaining from leaving this? True, true, true. True, true, true. <laughs> and what a friend we have in Jesus, bruv. Like, Jesus. that because he'll never be a toxic friend to you. That's yeah. my thing. But definitely what you are gaining is is, su- is such an important perspective. Um, you know, like there's, there's this thing of like, you never want to leave something that is good for something worse. So you have to have that ideology of like, okay, where I'm going is going to be better for my mental health. It is going to be hard. I think as well, don't rush yourself out of a process like like that. It can be... you. Ha- so, and the worst part is as well, after a toxic relationship, I sound a bit too passionate, is, <laughs> is, you, can, is you can actually really, really miss them. Aside from you like will. the obvious, like, yeah. you know, but like even like maybe a year or a year and a half in line, there's a meeting get missing but afterwards you'll still be like man back in we the had day. a great time do you know what i mean and your brain has this wonderful thing where it can forget a lot of the negatives and focus on the positives especially when it's something that you've been through already so yeah don't forget like forgive but move with caution do you understand don't yeah. don't run back to things that definitely are not good for you so so acknowledge that you can miss them you can da 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 but gotta move on baby and acknowledge the person you can become slash even when you go the year down the two the years down the person you've become as a result of Oof. this friendship ending because yeah. when you remember okay throughout this process i've become more this i've become more that you wouldn't want to enter that type of situation nor any other situation like that again but i was actually going to say what are some key things to actually point out like we because we said like what does toxicity look like but what does it actually like look like what do you mean? Like, look like in a friendship of what is some things that you actually should identify to identify, okay, this is a toxic friendship for me, even if the person themselves are not toxic. Like, this is a toxic oh, situation. Um, if you notice underlying spirits, so like jealousy, uh, bitterness, a lot of these things as well, they can come up in comments and they can come up in behavior. So like, for example, if someone always has like something slightly negative to say um even if you're celebrating you might notice they're not celebrating as much with you like mm-hmm. they're not as happy for you in their things mm-hmm. also if there's not a lot of room for you to speak and be heard so like if you you constantly feel like okay this person is 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 like i'm more of a side character in the grand narrative of our friendship then those kind of those kind of signs can show that actually it's no longer benefiting you. It's no longer um, serving you. You're no longer being like pushed to be better. Also, if you notice that your visions no longer align, if you're going down two completely separate paths, if 
you know they're focusing on things that again go even against your morals like even if you were you know like on on one page before suddenly they've migrated to page seven and you're still on page one do you understand Mm -hmm. like you can't stay there so yeah those are just a few things i think and i guess as christians as well there will come a time where people won't want to admit it but there will come a time where your non-believing friends you'll cut them off not cut them off in a sense of I'm not talking to you again. You will drift apart. Like, yeah. as you said, with the not aligning values and stuff. So I would probably recommend, well, if we're recommending to any person who their closest friends don't share the same faith as them, reassess that. Yeah. Because if you do want to grow in a relationship with God, there will come a time where your closest friends cannot have a different faith than you. Like your closest friends that you go to about your life, your goals, even your relationships, like your spouse, things like that, you want to pray with, they won't be there because yeah. your closest friends don't have the same faith as you. Yeah. Even tests and trials, which we just spoke about, you'll be telling your close friend, they'll be telling you, put a crystal on your windowsill. Yeah. And that um, all of a sudden your issues, like you need <laughs> the people that you're closest to to be your Christian friends um, that share the same faith with you. Period, period. Any last points? I think that was a good last point for you too. No. Ah, go you. Um, yeah, that's really deep. Um, let me put you on. Yeah, um, I'm gonna put you on to a song called "Your Love" by Christ Encounter because even when the love of your friend and the love of many waxes cold, His love will never fail. Amen. 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 So I hope you enjoy that. Uh, I was. I, always keep i keep doing that we're like oh i would sing it for you i'm i'm not gonna sing it for you but that is giving thought thought. (laughs) when somebody says they're gonna do something don't do it that's toxic to be fair it's also hypocritical anyway moving on i've been dara i've been lydia and i've also been upset (laughs) (laughs) she's also been toxic and we are lid and see you later oh follow us on tiktok i never see it yeah tiktok instagram YouTube, Spotify, Spotify Apple, Apple Podcasts. Podcasts. But if you have Spotify, you don't need Apple Podcasts. Unless you're really, like, keen. Unless they want to support us on all platforms. Okay, yeah. Apple Podcasts Toxic. and Spotify. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>